Which bobs do I want? Do you want me to explain to you? You can do anything you want, I guess. Ugh. Hello, welcome to a very special episode of I Forgot. Forever will be away this week, so I'm just going to explain an episode of Bob's Burgers, I guess. I've never forgotten anything about a Bob's Burger, so it's kind of a <laughs> kind of a switch. Also, I guess technically, when you're hearing this, Barbara was away last week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm here this week. We're just doing two really fast, so... Are there any particular ones that you didn't quite get? Uh, I don't remember. So Bob's Burgers, like most television shows, the moment after I finish watching them, I completely forget what they're about. Mm. Why don't you pick a season and pick an episode? Okay. <laughs> How about Presto Tino? Should be Pesto Tino. Tino. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that, what is, what season are we in? Like four? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, season four. Episode 10, Presto Tina O. Which oh, I should have done 420. What's 420? Um, I might not even have a 420. 420 is Gina and on. You want to talk about that one instead? What is that one? Uh, that's where Gina becomes a cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah? Well, pick whichever one is, <laughs> is easier and funner for you. Well, let's do Gina and on. They're both, they're both easy and fun for me. Okay. Okay. So this episode of Bob's Burgers starts out with... Uh, they often start out with everyone at the breakfast table, which I think is just fun. Mm-hmm. Having breakfast together as a family. Yeah, I think Bob's wondering where like the mop head went, and Tina comes out and she's like, oh, I borrowed it to as pom-poms. I've been practicing tryout for cheerleading. And she goes to Gina, I've also borrowed your... I think it was a Rastafarian wig. So <laughs> he's like, hope you don't mind. And he's like, he goes... He, he puts on an accent, and it's like, not cool or something like that. And he's like, no, nah, actually, it's fine. Um... Anyway, so Tina's excited about cheerleading, and Linda's immediately like, you know, cheerleaders can be real, real assholes, you know? Like, good for you for trying out, but they they can be real assholes. Mm. And she's like, yeah, but it sounds fun. I'm going to try it out. Hey, guys, when you're doing a cartwheel, do you hit... (laughs) Are you supposed to hit the floor with your face first, or your... (laughs) (laughs) I forget what the other option is. (laughs) So... Linda and Bob are like, kids, make sure you go with your sister. <laughs> Cheer, give her some support. <laughs> and they go there, and um, Tina's trying it out, trying out for cheerleading. And on the cheerleading squad, judges are Tammy Jocelyn, um, a boy whose name I can't remember. I think he's only in that episode. And then um, I can't remember the librarian name uh billy eichner oh yes yeah mr ambrose yeah yeah um so they're all they're all there judging and uh tina's trying to do her her routine and if any of you know tina she's a very slow talker (laughs) she doesn't get very excited so she does that and she's like time for the big finish tries to do a cartwheel and just hits her face right onto the table and bites her tongue no um, but the whole time she's doing that, Gene is cheering her on from the sidelines. And if you know anything about Gene, he's very enthusiastic <laughs> and loud. Um, so they're like, oh, we should ask him to audition because he's doing such a better job. And all the embarrassing stuff, can I just say with Tina, is so much worse hearing it rather than watching it. Yeah. Because, like, 
I never think about how relatable her teenage experience is. Like, my all teenage years were also nothing but shame. Incessant yeah. shame. I mean, I don't think she feels too much shame from this. Like, so much yeah. of it rolls off her back, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they convince, G- they convince Jean to join because they say he gets silk to your shorts. And he's like, oh, sweet, I'm in. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you know, you get popularity. Got it. Don't need it. <laughs> um Silk cheer shorts, I'm in. <laughs> anyway, they all go home, and uh, Bob and Linda are talking, and Linda's like, oh, sh- here they come. Like, uh, try to be sensitive. Like, I know Tina got bad news. And they come in, and Gene's wearing his cheerleading out for him, and he sort of does this, and he's like, uh, Linda gets very excited. My baby Gene is a cheerleader. Ah! Oh, I forgot about this part of the episode. Yeah. I don't like the stuff with Linda and this. Yeah, she's she goes off the rails a bit. <laughs> um, she is really excited, and she's like, "I'm gonna try on your little jacket." Oh, it doesn't fit. I'm just gonna put it on my shoulder. <laughs> um, and Bob's trying to be like, "You know, I think when your mom's really proud of uh, of Eugene, but just like she's very proud and sensitive to all her children." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, Tina, I'm so sorry. You want like a bag of peas to suck on?" And she's like, "Tina, uh, like, cause her tongue's still there." So she's like. That would be good, and <laughs> I'm not gonna do the voice anymore. <laughs> and Linda just goes, "Oh, I can't understand what you're saying." And turns around, <laughs> talking to Jean again. <laughs> this explanation is gonna be longer than the episode. <laughs> Bob's talking to her for a bit. I never forget exactly what's happening, but um, he's like, "Oh, I can't understand you." And then Louise tries to butt in and speak for her, and she's like, "I'll be your interpreter." And Tina's just like, "No," <laughs> and I'm hearing yes. No. And yes again? No. And then Bob's just like, all right, sounds like you guys got it figured out and just leaves. <laughs> like, come on, Bob. <laughs> so the rest of the episode is Jean on the cheer squad and Louise uh, Louise and Tina getting into shenanigans. So I don't remember how it goes, so I'll just tell you little bits and pieces of it. So Jimmy Jr. comes up to talk to Tina, but can't understand her because she's got, she can't speak properly. Mm-hmm. She can't speak in her normal way because of her biting her tongue. So Louise is, uh, <laughs> Louise is translating and she's being really mean to Jimmy Jr. And it's upsetting Tina. And she says something, um, I forget, she says something mean. And Jimmy Jr. is like, you're being mean, Tina. I'm going. And leaves for like five seconds. And uh, Tina's trying to rip into Louise being like, you're not my interpreter anymore. And then Jimmy Jr. comes back and he's like, oh, if you're playing hard to get it worked, you want to go <laughs> You want to go out? And then they set a date. I like when people are mean to Jimmy Jr. He deserves it. Yeah, there's this one, um, the the one where Tina's trying out for um, the boys for now thing. Like, she's not trying out. She's just going there to meet that boy that mm-hmm. she thought she was in love with. Um, Linda's like, you know, something, she says something like, all the boys you've, you've liked have been, like, good guys. You know, whoever you end up with is going to be great. Except for Jimmy Jr. I'm not sold on him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Jimmy Jr.'s a little asshole. Yeah. No, he's a little... Uh, but so is his dad. You yeah. feel for Jimmy Jr., but not so much. Yeah, like, there's there's point, parts... A lot of Jimmy Jr., you can directly point at his dad and be like, this is why he's like that. You mm-hmm. have to set a better example. But still, you're like, you are like that. So yeah. You have some empathy. You wouldn't do this to Zeke. <laughs> oh, I love Zeke. <laughs> Zeke is pretty good. <laughs> Um, the mad pooper. 
<laughs> oh, where he's pooping and stuff? See, I don't remember. All I remember about Zeke is that he's always wanted to touch Jimmy Jr. And he's very clearly going to grow up to be gay. Yeah, well, at least, uh, at least bisexual. Yeah. Because he does also say he has a crush on Tina, but I, that could just be that Tina is showing Jimmy Jr. affection. Yeah. And they're hanging out a lot, so he's like... But yeah, him and Jimmy, Jimmy Jr. are always coming up with... Uh, also, it's not gay for touch. boys to be affectionate. Yeah, it's I just that I that. that's the reality I would prefer, is that everyone's gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound... doesn't sound like Zeke has a whole lot of... You know, good, touchy feely, lovey dovey stuff at his house. So yeah. if he's projecting it onto Jimmy Jr. now and it's getting a good outlet, then I appreciate that. He's just such a good boy. I love Zeke. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Gene is doing cheerleading and he's not into it. And the other boy cheerleader doesn't like him. And uh, so they're cheering on a game, uh, no, a wrestling match, and Zeke's in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Zeke sort of uh, there's going toe to toe toe to toe but no one's pinned yet and uh, and the other uh, I forget what his name is but the the role he plays is called the Shout King the other um, boy in the cheerleading squad has to go to the bathroom so Mr. Ambrose comes on and convinces Gene to <laughs> to take over for him and like <laughs> get him to victory or whatever so he takes over the crowd and he starts, takes over cheerleading gets the crowd on his side and then Zeke's like oh wow everyone's really happy and maybe I can turn this around and then he gets pinned <laughs> um, but Mr. Ambrose is like yeah I've been I've been filling um, I can't remember I've been filling the other guy full of sports strength now's your time to shine because <laughs> Mr. Ambrose wants he wanted to teach drama but he wasn't allowed to so now he's just making cheerleading very dramatic <laughs> The other Yell King comes back and he's really upset that Gene got the crowd on his side. And Mr. Ambrose is like, you should should do something about it. Mm. And then they're going to have a cheer off where they do tiny little freestyle raps, kind of. <laughs> and Gene, as a person who's been doing tiny little songs his whole life, is very good at this. <laughs> and the other Yell King is not. Uh. So he dominates. He dominates. Gene wins. Yeah, the Yell King, the former Yell King, is disgraced. <laughs> Mr. Ambrose says, <laughs> "How are Tina and Louise doing?" Uh, they're doing all right. I can't remember. Oh, uh, there is a scene where they're in Mr. Fron's office, and Louise is explaining this to him, and Mr. Fron goes, "This really just sounds like a." Oh yeah, Louise is like, "Yeah, I'm going to be doing this, so I'm really not going to have enough time to go to my classes or do any of my homework." Mr. Fron's like, "Yeah, this sounds like a a bit of a plot to get out of homework." And uh, Tina goes, yeah, I think so, too. But it has her still speech impediment. So Louise is, <laughs> Louise is translating. And Fran goes, what does she say? And she's like, uh, she says, uh, I have a disability. You, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, whatever you, you know, you dick. No, <laughs> you um, discriminatory bigot. Get me, I need... Give me Louise or I will sue your ass. And <laughs> Mr. Fron goes, oh, I'm sorry. Tell her I'm sorry. And he's like, she can hear. <laughs> he looks at Tina and goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Fron is also a dink. Yeah. They really made him more of just like a, a semi-well-meaning, but I don't know what I'm doing kind of person from like the first seasons. Yeah. At one point, he pinches Bob's eye in one of the first seasons. What? <laughs> yeah. He's like... 
season two or something, he's like, when you say that, it makes me want to pinch your eye. And he goes, how many pinches his eye? <laughs> anyway. He does, he's a little high strung. Yeah. Yeah. So Gene is obviously not interested in cheerleading and he's like tired all the time. Relatable. But Linda is going off off the rails on this cheerleading thing and she's like look Gene I can do a herky and she kicks a bob <laughs> she tries to do it again and she kicks him again um, <laughs> she makes him this like this weird lunch like chicken parm parmesan parmesan a cheerleader of uh, soda <laughs> and something else and Bob's like <laughs> she blends up Tina a tuna fish sandwich for lunch <laughs> She was like, that sounds disgusting. And Louise was like, thank you, Mom. I love you. <laughs> anyway, and she buys like a cheerleader skirt. And Bob's like, what's that? She's like, it's just a normal pleated skirt with a Viking on it. <laughs> and yeah, so Jean's like, yeah, upset about stuff and tired. And Linda tries to show him this uh, idea for a cheerleader move she's come up with called the pig wheel. And it's like 10 cheerleaders sitting on each other's shoulders and then they roll in one big wheel <laughs> and he's like yeah mom that's a great idea in crazy town we'd all die and he like yells at her <laughs> he's really mean and Linda gets really upset Aww. which is just it's funny because it's like yeah they would all die <laughs> why are you trying to get kids to hurt themselves <laughs> and they find out the the cheerleaders are going to like this competition that Mr. Ambrose entered them in without saying anything about it. So now they have like two days to come up with a cheer routine. And Jean's like, what about cheer bots from the future? So they're going to do that. Tina and Louise are going on a date with Jimmy Jr. in the pie in the sky restaurant. Jimmy Jr. is going to sell his bike to get some money so he can pay for this. The one decent thing Jimmy Jr. has ever done. <laughs> oh yeah. When uh, Jean yells at Linda and leaves storms out Linda goes oh Jean's not my favorite anymore to Bob and he's like you can't have favorites Linda <laughs> also Jean's always gonna be your favorite yeah well, Louise is Bob's favorite and Tina Tina's Tina Tina's her <laughs> own favorite yeah yeah so competition comes time to come and they're like yeah okay like everyone's some stuff's good but so far we haven't seen anything better than uh, Cheerbots from the year 3030 and then the next group, the second to last group comes on. The Wagstaff Whalers are the last, last group. So second to last group comes on and they also have a robot routine that's about the same. Mm -hmm. But it's like different year. You know, it's a different year because when they're like, what are we going to do? Someone's like, well, maybe it's enough that we're robots from a different year in the future. <laughs> and then you, they do the. Yeah. You find out Mr. Ambrose told the other group about. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Find out Mr. Ambrose. Uh told the other group about this thing to be more dramatic so they'd have to come up with a thing last minute and their last minute idea is the pig wheel <laughs> and Gene's like it's never been uh, pulled off uh, safely except for, for my dolls <laughs> and they all do it and it's like why are you doing this? So it's like six kids getting on each other's shoulders and then they're going to all turn and Mr. Ambrose is like no! <laughs> runs to try and like cushion their fall which he does and he's fine but he wants to be taken away on a gurney because it's more dramatic mm. um oh and bob uh, no bob and linda are in the audience and linda sees her old friend 
Monica, who was a cheerleader, who is one of the reasons they find out that Monica was always kind of mean and using her. And so she has this strange love-hate with cheerleaders where she thinks they're really cool, but she's also like, you know. Living up, like, trying to live through Jean. Yeah. She's like, they're really cool, but they're also horrible. And now she's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. And so she yells at Monica. Monica's like, sorry, who are you? And she's like, oh, that hurts. She's like, you can't can't hurt me anymore. (laughs) Um, And then they're talking about it. And um, what was it? Uh, Yeah, Monica's like, oh, so you have a... You have a kid here, and she's like, "Yeah, that's my son, Gene." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, he looks just—he looks just like you." Well, she—he acts just like you. <laughs> it's <is> funny. <laughs> and um, then Monica's telling her about all these cool things she's done, and uh, Linda's like, "Yeah, well, I work in a restaurant. I get all the freeze fries I want. Show her, show her, Bob." Bob's like, "Show her what?" <laughs> Sometimes you have fries in your pocket, and he's like, "No, I don't." And he, goes, <laughs> he goes into his pocket. And he's like, "Oh." There is one. Well, I guess. <laughs> I forget what he says, but then he just eats some rice out of his pocket. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. And uh, Tina's on a date with Jimmy Jr. And they're eating a bunch of pie. And Louise is like, Louise is eating all the pie. And they're in this rotating restaurant. And she tries to get them to rotate faster. And the guys, the waiter's like, yeah, no, it's spinning at a comfortable um, speed for everyone in the restaurant. And Louise is goes to Jimmy Jr. He wants you to grease him. Give him 10 bucks. <laughs> so they do, and then they make the restaurant spin far more. Yay. And then you find out that Jimmy Jr. could understand Tina the whole time because Jimmy Jr. also has a speech impediment and that they just really liked hanging out with each other, which is great, but Louise ate a whole bunch of pie and then barfed on the window. And she's like, don't worry, no one will know that's me. And they're still <laughs> spinning, and then it comes back around later. Yeah. 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 Pretty good. And then Jean and Linda make up because Jean tried that horrible trick. And at the end, Linda's like, oh, I have another idea. And he's like, well, let me get the team. And then they, or the squad, I guess, they all come together. And Jocelyn goes, ready? Okay. And then they're going to gonna try another of Linda's crazy ideas. And then it ends. What's the crazy idea? Or you don't You don't get to find it. out. Uh, no, it might show something, but it's very brief. Mm. Oh, no, no. It is... <laughs> one kid I think they make another tower and then yeah yeah they make a pyramid and then the kid on the top spins another kid around by the arms <laughs> <laughs> thanks for asking because I wouldn't have remembered if you didn't <laughs> that was pretty impressive from memory from a, an episode I just picked at random yeah season 4 episode 20 <laughs> Gene it on yeah it's a good it's a good show and that's all the plot points. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, thank you. So do you have any any questions or any facts about this episode you wanted to share off the top of your head? Um, <laughs> Billy Eichner writes all of his own dialogue for every episode that he's in. That might actually be true. It's just a feeling I get from the show. The way he screams it, you're sort of like, maybe. Yeah. Um, I know they do a lot of like um, improv for their back and forth, so... I mean, some of it could just be him screaming. Mm. I have a... I don't know how I feel about Billy Eichner. I... Same. And I know I just, like, retweeted a meme with him in it, but that one bit from Billy on the street makes me laugh out loud every fucking time. What one bit? When he runs up to that woman and he's like, for a dollar, name a woman. And she's like, name a woman? Yes, for a dollar. Any woman? Yes, a woman. 
name a woman? <laughs> and then he just gets sick and runs away from her. <laughs> um, yeah, like that's a that's a problem with Billy on the street where he just runs up to women and screams in their face. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of funny here and there, but you're also just running up to women, like people who are smaller than you essentially and being like, for a dollar name this for a dollar name that do you know who this person is and it's like I don't want someone running up to me in the middle of the street screaming in my face no matter what it is yeah I mean I don't he doesn't only do women right I imagine he does does men but it's often it's like majority he's running up to a woman and screaming in her face I just assumed that the women were responding in a way that made it into the show more often uh, well, I mean, it could be. There are several women who are just like, fuck off and walk off. And yeah, those like get in that. the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I hate it. I hate also gender aside, don't run up to people and yell at them. Like, that's really unpleasant and scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the issue I have, which, yeah, I don't want anyone running up to anyone and yelling. But it's like you're running up to a bunch of people who are smaller than yeah. you. And you've got a bunch of people behind you and a camera. Yeah. And you're shouting at them, and then if they don't give you an answer, you like you just yell something mean and walk off. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, very odd. Yeah, <laughs> very odd. It's is terrible, the... but it's very funny for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's if there were more men that he was doing that to, or if it showed more, I'd be like, okay, like whatever, it's not a big deal. But because it's only women, I'm like, yeah, there's a split second where they're like, am I dying today? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Name a woman. <laughs> Name a woman. Any woman. You'd just be like, me? Sure. <laughs> yeah, like I like that idea in a general in a general way, but when it's actually in practice, I'm like, oh this this hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about like most prank shows. Yeah. Essentially kind of I don't like pranks. Don't yeah, don't terrorize people for laughs. Yeah. I mean you can milkshake bad people, that's fun. Yeah, no. Also, um, every politician is still de- deserving of a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Like everyone does, but all of them are bad. Yes, even when they're good, they're still bad. So, throw a milkshake on whoever you want if they're in the political sphere. That's your. You That's know. your. I forgot guarantee. Yeah, it's fun and do it. If it if it's fun, just do it. Just throw a milkshake on a politician, or on Jimmy Kimmel. That lady just put a book called skinheads back on the shelf i don't know if that was there before or not do you think that's uh relationships or parenting um i'm guessing parenting let's watch her and see what she does now welcome to people watching with melissa and barbara we are definitely watching you walk around the library the lady who was touching a book called skinheads she works here does she she had a lanyard anyone could have a lanyard no only people who work in the library have lanyards she could she could have stolen the lanyard and just put her library card in it. It said staff. Did it say library staff? Well, it had the VPL logo in the corner. She drew that on herself. Oh. Don't be ridiculous, Barbara. <laughs> anyway. I want to work at the library. Someone let Barbara work at the library. Library, if you hear this, please hire me. Yeah. I keep giving you my resume. You keep not calling me. <laughs> oh. I've given them a resume several times as well, and they did not call me. I also just want to point out that our, like, quick bonus episode, because you were gone, we were decided to record together, 
but it was just me talking. <laughs> <laughs> I interrupted to say I like Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> Zeke is pretty good. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's really good in uh, Standby Gene, where they go to find the two-bedded goat. Yeah. I feel like all the episode that's usually the only time he appears, but all the episode where all the kids are getting up to something together yeah. is where he really shines. Yeah. I also always, I like Zeke being there because I'm like, if they get in trouble, Zeke, although maybe not the most practical, will help them out of the trouble. Yeah. Not like Jimmy Jr. who will run off. Yeah. Stink. Oh, I love Zeke. Yeah. I also like that every single Belcher has ADD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a different way. Yeah, an array. Yeah. This is, this is all the ways it presents. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to just go through our friends and name who's who? Sure. <laughs> You're Bob. I'm Bob, yeah. You're Jean. Thank you. Um, I feel like I'm uh, Jean Tina Rising, though. Maybe. Explain this to me. Like, So you're mostly Jean, but there's a Tina coming out of your butt? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think... Um, I know you won't like this, but you're a Bob. Jean Rising. Mm. I do have issues with Jean, but I see what you're coming from. <laughs> um, That's it. That's all the people I know. all the people we know. <laughs> When you get old, you get less friends, which is good in many ways, but also you're like, how do I tell everyone who bo- which Bob Burgers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess that's it for our little short episode. Yeah. Uh, hope you had a good trip. Thank you. I did. Oh, good. Did you eat all those M&Ms on the plane? I did. I shared a- some of them with my seatmate. Oh, that's good. Guys, I bought a really big bag of M&M's because it was on sale for like half price. And I was like, I love M&M's. So I bought them. Mm. I gave some to Barbara. Thank you. She gave me a donut. Yeah. That's how friendship works. <laughs> who's the M&M friend and who's the donut friend? <laughs> Bye. Bye.